and welcome. This is Mad Hat Economics recording from Cornell University. My name is Yu Dong. I am a graduate student majoring in applied economics. Here is my classmate, Elaine. Hello. Today on our show, we invited our old friend, Professor David Just. Hello. And our new guest star, Professor Ottaviano Canuto. Hello. Hello there. <laughs> Professor Ottaviano Canuto is the executive director at the executive board of directors of the World Bank Group and its affiliates. He also served in the Brazilian Ministry of Finance, where he was secretary for international affairs. Gender equality has been a popular topic. Today, we will talk with Professor Canuto to see how gender equality promotes development. Hi, Professor Canuto. Could you introduce what motivates you to dig into the research on gender equality? Yes, definitely. And thank you. Thank you for having me here and to giving me the chance to talk about this topic that I repute as one of the most important ones in the agenda of development. The point is that well, many among us, of course, have always considered gender equality at least gender equality of opportunities, as an important end in itself, as part of uh, overall uh, development goals and so on. But in recent years, we have also realized and we have also studied the several ways by which having gender equality is also good for economic reasons, for development reasons. And so there has been this booming literature on, on several levels uh, dealing with the several channels through which gender equality can be shown to be good for growth. And that has been one of my uh, favorite topics of study and, uh, and, and intellectual consideration. So um, you, know, you mentioned that uh, the gender equality now, uh, there's a lot of evidence that it, it can actually uh, lead to growth to have, have this uh, tighter gender equality. Um, is, is that always, I mean, is it always the case or is there, is there some trade-off at all between gender equality and, and, uh, and economic growth? And is it something that, uh, that you would say is true in every context or, or, you know, would we think about this differently in a developing context versus a developed country context? As it always happens to be the case, uh, badly designed policies may, may harm, but most of all, uh, since the absence of gender equality means uh, not using, not profiting from all uh, possibilities of economic growth, I would say that it, the, the link is a positive one. And we need, we need to have clarity of the following, particularly uh, when one talks about gender equality uh, is principally on, on equality of opportunities, is not necessarily uh, equality of outcomes. Uh, but in that regard, uh, all the channels through which gender equality have been associated with higher growth, they tend to be positive everywhere in, in any context. Of course, of course, uh, the, the impact, the negative impact of not having gender equality tends to be larger in, in, in places, in areas, in economies, in societies where economic development is still lagging behind. And, and we, can, we can deal with it by analyzing each of the channels through which gender equality affects economic performance. For instance, let me start with it. 
in many countries, uh, there is still barriers discriminating against women operating in some economic sectors. If you go to uh, to uh, countries like you know, 123 countries uh, examined in uh, recent uh, publication by the bank, which is the Women, Business and the Law 2018, which is a World Bank report available on the website. Uh, you know, uh, in this this report uh, brings some measures of legal obstacles to women's economic activity. And what one has realized is that the elimination of such barriers might increase enormously the productivity in these countries. Let me give you a favorite example. Uh, in Ghana, where uh, women uh, working in farms, you know, uh, they don't have the same access to credit and to, to some other uh, market features as the men. And this if those, if one could have equality of opportunities in access to finance in Ghana, the productivity in Ghana's farms could increase by 25%. That's a substantial uh, increase, right? That's, that's big. <laughs> uh, at the same time, you also have barriers to the participation of women in the labor force in some sectors. Uh, with no, let's say, no, no, no real uh, justification. So, if one, the more one evolves in these economies, to towards eliminating those barriers, discriminating against women, uh, the 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 uh, the fruits in terms of increased productivity are large enough to to make a difference, in, particularly in the case of countries. Uh, that are still lagging behind in terms of, of per capita income. Now, of course, this issue is less prominent uh, if we go to an advanced place, an advanced economy context. And then the issues uh, around gender equality are, are of other nature, particularly when one thinks of a move to a place like the U.S., where the participation of women uh, in management of companies uh, is is already uh, rising, is already reflecting better the uh, the proportion of women in the labor force. But still, one can find uh, equal work and unequal pay, uh, and and this obviously also brings consequences in terms of uh, of uh, the 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 contribution that women can provide to to economic management. My point is that the issue of gender equality, it's, it's universal, it's broad, mm -hmm. but the specific agenda varies according to, to the level of development of the country. Uh, and, and also, just to make clear, uh, when one talks about gender equality, uh, it doesn't mean uh, necessarily that we're talking about women and men. Uh, for instance, for idiosyncratic reasons, we would have to delve here uh, for a long time. In, in some Caribbean countries, or in most Caribbean countries, one has uh, the reverse problem. Uh, women uh, have acquired the right to be present in, in, all, uh, in, in, in most economic uh, activities, and, but the, the, they have ended up with uh, a triple uh, burden 
they the the uh, one has the behavior of males who have left home and and uh, who have uh, taken a life uh, detached from from home, and then women have the 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 uh, triple responsibility of uh, working, uh, taking care of the family, taking care of the house, and this has led to some consequence, such as uh, an increased uh, behavior, uh, behavior of uh, youth, of uh, male, male teenage, uh, very much, uh, let's say, out of law. The point here is that the gender, when one talks about gender equality, one talks about not wasting the, 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 the potential uh, of, of uh, women, but also, but most of all, uh, a sharing of burdens in, in all the spheres of life, including on domestic life. And I would like to talk a bit about this later on. So, so it sounds like a, a lot of these issues, I, I wouldn't say, I mean, I don't want to mischaracterize what you're saying, but it sounds like a lot of issues sort of arise out of the, the sort of cultural traditions that pop up about gender roles and, and who's allowed to do what and who, who takes care of what responsibilities that, that that sort of creates these these barriers for economic activity in some way. Yes, this is undeniable. But the point, uh, the good point to be made by communists is that that comes with a price. And I explain. Uh, we at the World Bank, for instance, I was part of a, of a big movement to develop uh, analytic thinking about this in, in economic terms so as to be able to touch on the sensitive point of the body of uh, ministries of finance. Uh, namely say, look, this issue of gender equality, uh, don't treat it as simply uh, a, a curiosity, a side issue uh, for a feminist and so on. If you don't do any something to, to help it in that regard, your country, your economy will pay a price. Uh, and, and, and of course, the, the difference uh, that characterizes the gender uh, relationship uh, uh, varying by culture and so on, they come with a price. I, I, I will tell you something, for instance. The, uh, of course, if, the, if you make a, a, a ranking, or if you do a survey, as, as we did in the World Development Report of 2012 on gender equality and economic growth, one will note how the the uh, how the the allocation or of uh, household cores between male and women varied dramatically from country to country. You will see in countries like Pakistan, the time dedicated to household cores uh, by men is something close to five percent, whereas when you go to Sweden, uh, it is more to forty percent. See, there is not even equal equality, perfect equality in the case of uh, Scandinavian countries, but it's uh, a huge difference. And this has several implications, and I will name you a few. For instance, do you guys know that uh, why the conditional cash transfers in Brazil, they are given to the women at home? Do you have an idea? Do, did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> So do, and you know why? So I've, I've got an idea. But it, so just to make sure our audience follows, the, the conditional cash transfers you're talking about, these are 
these are money what? that uh, people receive in exchange for for certain behaviors, right? Like yes. uh, participating Taking in the education. Kids to school. Yeah. Yes, taking the kids to to the doctor uh, to to do regular exams and also school attendance. Yes, and 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 these conditional cash transfers, the uh, the decision in Brazil to to distribute the money to the to the women in households uh, stemmed from uh, research that was done uh, a decade before in the 90s that revealed the following uh, overall. Uh, in the house, in the households where the women had the, uh, the, 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 the power on the allocation of resources at home, the babies were taller and had a higher weight than it was the case in households fully dominated by male. Frankly, uh, taking, using as a benchmark the, uh, the, the care with the kids, which I believe is the most important thing. Yeah. In someone's life, uh, the women are better. That's statistically proved. And uh, in this, uh, this this field survey done in Brazil was later on replicated in other parts of the world, and the results were confirmed. So there is something that makes the women better. No. <laughs> universally. Uh, <laughs> universally. Universally. And the, and the thing is, the microphysics of power, to use an old expression coming from, from Foucault, uh, that is to say the, the, the correlation uh, at home, uh, you know, uh, the more you have the, 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 uh, the, uh, the dominance in terms of the resource allocation given to women, mm -hmm. the higher the likelihood of having healthier uh, babies and, and better educated. And, and this... Uh, this also applies to, for instance, the care to, uh, given to, to young female girls. Uh, in poor settings, you, you may know, uh, very often uh, when there is scarcity of food at home, the boys have the privilege coming first vis-a-vis -vis the, 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 the young ladies, the, uh, the girls, and which obviously uh, brings in itself uh, a gender inequality in the, in the uprising of, uh, of, uh, of, of kids. Now, if you have women uh, ruling the roost, this inequality tends to be lower. And, and, and the fact is that everything that one can do so as to avoid that kind of, uh, uh, in terms of, of domestic household power, inequality, uh, the better, because it tends to lead to a better allocation of uh, domestic resource, which made a huge difference in, in, in poor context. And, and that's the point. Uh, so when one talks about gender equality, we have to think as well, we have to, to look for other mechanisms through which policies, government policies, may also affect the microphysics of power at home, for instance. Uh, a, a colleague and I, we developed uh, a, a model, uh, a macroeconomic model, uh, an overlapping generations model, uh, you know, a, a kind of uh, macro modeling, through which we could simulate uh, the effects of, uh, in, uh, of investments in infrastructure on economic growth, including a channel which is the effects of, of uh, infrastructure on household equality. 
for instance, in place in areas where you don't have easy and cheap access to water, particularly when 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 there has to be uh, a lot of time spent in transporting water, guess who is designated to to pick up the water? The women. And this takes a toll on the time of their lives. Now, once you have water access close to home, uh, you will create a space in the time available for allocation by women that can be dedicated either to, to better care to the kids and or to study and or to, to, the, uh, to the labor market. So this is a channel, uh, an additional channel uh, through which investments in infrastructure in poor countries may increase growth. One that is outside the traditional scope of analysis of uh, infrastructure analysts, see? Which is this channel through the gender equality uh, at home. Isn't that interesting? Mm. Yeah. yeah. And, and we have used this model to uh, simulate the effects uh, of higher infrastructure investments in several countries, starting with my own, Brazil, but we also have done this uh, in Kenya and in, in other places. So the, the, the beauty of this agenda is that uh, one looks for the angles uh, uh, through which economic policies, including infrastructure, but also uh, the relationship between law and, and the economic activities, through which by affecting the either the time availability for women or the, the household configuration of power, one may obtain uh, uh, better economic results at the end of the day. Well, uh, I just wanted to ask a quick question about this. Like when you said uh, measure the effectiveness of um uh, of the pr like measuring the progress, um, is there a specific indicator or metrics that y you were uh, looking for? Like, no, I, I get your question. We have not developed that to that level. Mm -hmm. uh, you gauge that through uh, you know surrogate estimates for components of this chain of causation. Mm -hmm. uh, whether, for instance. Uh, the, the time, uh, if there is a connection between access to water and, and, and participation of women in, in, in the labor force or in schooling. And in, in those peculiar uh, parts of the chain of causation, one can find uh, evidence of this. Mm -hmm. Or, for instance, uh, if you uh, search for the results of the elimination of legal restrictions to women uh, participating in some activities where you can see uh, a result in terms of, of female participation in the labor force. And I can tell you that there are some cases. Bulgaria is a, is a case of a country that has made huge progress in eliminating legal obstacles to women uh, participating in some sectors, and the results were evident in terms of labor force mm -hmm. participation. Uh, 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 well, I can't forget this case because uh, this is a very telling one. Look, just to give an idea of how gender equality, the gender equality agenda varies from, from according to the level of development, mm -hmm. but it tends to be universal. Japan, Japan, for cultural reasons, one might say, uh, 
the, the, the female labor force participation has been, uh, despite the progress, the economic progress of Japan in the 20th century, remained low. Guess what? The recent economic recovery in Japan, uh, at least improvement vis-a-vis -vis the, the period of stagnation, has come partially as a result of uh, higher labor force participation by women. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I, I once wrote a blog, uh, and the title was Gender Equality is Saving Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting point. I. I have a couple of, of uh, sort of questions. I mean, I, so I, I focus more on, on the domestic economy um, in, in oh. the U.S. Uh, and I guess it's interesting, you know, when, when we thought about this, uh, the, the Great Recession that took place, it was, it was a big loss in, uh, in employment in, uh, you know, among men, where, where women seemed to fare much better as the economy turned downward. Um, and I, I, I wonder... If that isn't something that that starts to tell us about why gender equality might might matter, even even in a, a very developed economy like like yes. the U.S. or or Japan or or, or Scandinavia, but even sort of more fundamental, I'm I'm a strong believer that uh, that things that happen at the household level or within the home are are really important, and in the U.S. it's really interesting to me if you look at the division of labor within households. Even in households where females are working outside the home, there is a huge disparity between the amount of time spent on chores in the household uh, between yes. men and women. Women take, uh, you know, nearly all responsibility for for home chores, and some specifically that are associated with with uh, kitchens and and things like that. Are those are those signs that we're missing out on some great economic advantage? Just just for this, uh, you know, our, our, our way of thinking about how to divide these up? Yeah, well, look, uh, uh, remember that I told about uh, a survey that the World Development Report on Gender Equality made on the division of, uh, of responsibilities on household chores, uh, where you had on the extreme uh, Pakistan and on the other, and the positive one, uh, Sweden and other Scandinavian countries. Well, the, house, the U.S. did not perform uh, as badly as Pakistan, but not as well as the Scandinavians. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, in the, even the Scandinavians, as I said, the, the split was 60% women and 40% men. Uh, so maybe, uh, uh, maybe there is a limit to which we would go to the 50-50. But the fact is that that takes a toll and an equal toll on women in the sense that they have less time available for other things. But of course, this is not something that can be subject to policies. Can we imagine <laughs> President Trump uh, giving advice? Oh, my, my, my comrades, uh, male, uh, help better uh, the division of labor and so on. This is something that we can only hope uh, make people understand uh, the benefits of it. Now, uh, you also pointed out another thing, which is, uh, it, now I get when you asked about trade-offs, I wouldn't say that there is a trade-off, but also if uh, males are not convinced or if males are not as well conscious uh, of the relevance of the other one may have counter-reactions 
like as I as I illustrated in the case of the Caribbean. In the case of the Caribbean, uh, men uh, have taken the opportunity to not be responsible for anything, so they leave home. They uh, now uh, only then only studying this issue is that I could understand. Uh, oh, woman, no oh cry, woman, no oh cry. Uh, <laughs> I think it was the first time we've had singing on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) To some extent, it reflects the attitude of uh, many males in the Caribbean who simply uh, got rid of any responsibility. They they remain on the sidelines, they survive, and the burden has gone all the way to the women. I'm not saying that this this is necessarily a good thing. But what is unquestionable is that curbing women from from uh, developing uh, their potential uh, has an aggregate effect, has an uh, has an, an inevitable economic effect in terms of foregone growth. I, I if I may, uh, this issue is so deep uh, that let me tell you about. Uh, a gender-related uh, experiment that the World Bank made a couple of years ago, which is very much telling of what I have in mind. Uh, the World Bank uh, developed uh, a pilot in the capital of Malawi in Africa of uh, uh, a conditional cash transfer program, namely giving money to the recipient in exchange for a change of behavior, in exchange for some behavior. But in the case of the capital of Malawi, the money was given to adolescent girls. Uh, and there was one group where, to, uh, where there was the conditionality of school attendance. And in order to control uh, the, the empirical results, there was another group that received uh, the money with no school attendance conditionality. Now, impressively, two important results. First, although the school attendance was slightly better in the case of uh, the group that had the condition, both groups of adolescent girls, namely one with the conditionality and the other one without the conditionality, exhibited levels of school attendance uh, 60% higher than it was the case of uh, those girls who didn't receive any money. Isn't that incredible? That's even, even without, as I said, the, the, the rate of school attendance was, was higher in the case of, uh, of the group with the conditionality. But even without the conditionality, the school attendance by adolescent girls was, was, was larger than, than, than the, the normal case. Not only that, but also the incidence of HIV AIDS was 45% lower in the case of, the, of those adolescent girls that received the school attendance. Wow. And why is that? Because they had the chance, uh, by having the money, to resist either family pressures or other kinds of pressures for them to prostitute, for them to have relationship with adult men. It doesn't mean that they, they, they change their sexual behavior in the sense, no, it's not that. It's simply empowering the adolescent girls with money uh, gave them the option and by 
uh, taking the option, they attended more schools and they were less vulnerable to having HIV AIDS. That's uh, we need to empower uh, the, uh, the, 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 in this case, it was adolescent girls, uh, but, uh, but also uh, more broadly, the inequality of uh, the gender-related inequality at home may have implications that go much beyond, let's say, uh, the, the simple context of uh, not only economics, but also overall goals. That's why I would say, yes, there is culture, but this doesn't mean that we shouldn't try to change cultures by exhibiting the economics of it. That's that's totally true. And yeah. the experiment you just mentioned was really effective, uh, the result that you mentioned. Um, is there any other um, great uh, policy intervention or, or regulation that, that has been very effective? Yeah. Well, look, the, 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 the ones that we track like change in, the, in, in legal uh, settings, uh, some of them have been followed by uh, studies comparing results. There is a, that's why I, I would give I would say to those interested in the topic to consult this uh, this report uh, annually produced by the bank mm. by another story, uh, which is the women business and the law. Uh, this this report has been produced for now more than 10 years, and it brings an update every year of the levels of uh, uh, legal restrictions in in, uh, uh, in in a large number of countries. And uh, and the fact is that, of course, having the legal change is just the beginning. It doesn't mean that what matters uh, for effectiveness is the implementation of the law. But having the law is already a good start. I will give you another example, again, from Brazil. Uh, Brazil uh, uh, enacted a law, which is the law Maria da Penha, against uh, penalizing, uh, criminalizing uh, domestic violence, domestic physical violence. And uh, uh, the, the, the implementation uh, has been the uh, the inauguration of uh, of uh, many uh, specialized uh, police uh, office uh, with people dedicated to to deal with the issue of domestic violence, and of course this doesn't mean that domestic violence has disappeared entirely, but now uh, the the physical abuse uh, which comes from uh, uh, most likely. Uh, universal physical, uh, let's say, unevenness of conditions between male and female uh, has has diminished. The, 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 the clear case, the, the register case of domestic violence have decreased dramatically because now you can go to jail if you hit your wife. And, uh, and, and this is good not only in itself, but it applies as well, conceivably, on the other direction, if that's the case. But the uh, curbing domestic violence has uh, uh, conceivably helped balance a bit the power at home with the consequence that I was mentioning, when the women have a higher say on the allocation of resources. And let's think of the consequence. Look, look, look. Uh, if, if babies in families where the, the women have a, a, a higher say, uh, the, if the babies are taller and healthier, this means in the future less health 
and education problems in this country. That means uh, that the loss associated, the opportunity cost of, uh, of associated with uh, bad health uh, and, and, and lack of basic education uh, are lower. Uh, it doesn't mean that this is the only factor. Okay, we, we have a, a, a silver bullet, and once you have this, everything is solved. Not at all. But the point is that uh, clearly there is a connection between what happens at home, uh, as David said, and, and the economic consequence unfolding over the generation. Therefore, uh, the, this is a quite an important issue to be neglected. Okay, so Professor Knuto, could you give individuals and give us some advice um, to um, for uh, about how to promote gender equality, not only gender equality, more, like like race equality? I guess we have, uh, as I said, I'm a true believer that uh, besides the observation. Of, uh, of gender equality as an end in itself, as a universal uh, human right, we should also uh, study, develop, uh, examine, uh, and demonstrate how uh, policies and change of behavior toward gender equality have an important economic positive effect. I think this is, this is a task that we, uh, it is worth pursuing uh, uh, as as an important academic and economic theme, but also in itself. Okay, so I think that's yeah, just bring us to a nice ending point. Thank you, Professor Canuto, for sharing gender equality today, and thank you, Professor Just. All right, folks, here comes to the end. We are so glad you're enjoying our podcast, Mad Hat Economics. Please share or contact us. We're looking forward to hearing from you. Have a good one. Bye.